This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Go. In the air, deep right center Go. field. Two run, home run, Trevor Story. Way back, Myers, watch it go Chuck Nasty. Two run, home run, David Dahl. Drives this high in the air, deep left field. Take a good look, you won't see it for long. I don't want to lose your love Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast presented by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use that promo code DNVR20 and you will get 20% off your entire purchase of that CBD infused, deliciously rich and potentially life altering Strava Craft Coffee. I am your host, Drew Creaseman. I am the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. I will be writing solo today as Patrick Lyons had a few things come up that he needed to take care of. Though he does have a few notes that he's been texting me throughout, so he will be here. His presence will be existing along with us as we discuss the series win for your Colorado Rockies, getting a 6-4 to victory over the San Francisco Giants in what amounts to a rubber match in a four-game set, taking the series 3-1, to going 5-2 and on the homestand, and improving their record on the season to a very, very tasty 9-2. and Three. It looked for a moment there, and that moment probably felt like an eternity, and it probably felt like a certainty for most of you out there that the Colorado Rockies were going to end up blowing this one. There was a, a key situation there in the seventh inning. Kyle Freeland had been pitching the gem. He had not given up any runs. He had two outs. There were a couple of runners on. Neither one of them hit especially well. Bud Black goes out to the mound, decides to stick with the lefty starter, and the very first pitch he throws to DeBon, deposited into the left field seats, and you're thinking, oh no, here we go again, right? And one of the things that Patrick Lyons and I have done on this podcast sort of from the beginning of the season is try to differentiate the games that feel like 2019 Colorado Rockies and the games that feel like 17 and 18. And when that ball went over the wall, off of the bat of Dubon, it felt very, very 2019. You basically are sitting there going, well, okay, that's it. He pitched a great game, right? He could have been out of there after six with uh, having given up no runs and having looked very solid and inducing the three double plays that he did and basically never really being in any kind of trouble of allowing the Giants to get into a rhythm. And then all of a sudden... They're down 3-1. He threw one bad pitch on the day, and I think that he would be straddled with the loss. And if this was 2019, he probably would have been, right? That, That was exactly what we saw all throughout 2019. But not 
on this day in the year 2020. The Colorado Rockies responded, and they didn't just respond. They responded with ferocity. They responded immediately and with vengeance for their young starting pitcher. I, get, I keep calling him the young starting pitcher. Kyle Freeland's like 27 years old now. He's, he's you know, in the middle of his career, or at least in the, in the you know, middle of his prime. But Garrett Hampson comes out, hits the double off of the wall. Chris Owings follows that up with an RBI double of his own. And then the big hit of the game, the person that we have got to give draft king of the game too because it was such a big moment and that is of course daniel murphy with the home run and remember to use that promo code dnvr when you download the DraftKings sportsbook app so that way you can get 20 bucks up to 100 bucks on a team to win of your choice but daniel murphy with the two-run jack there you know um you're thinking when he comes off of the bench here right this is the situation that again in 19 the rockies screw up They've got the tying run at second base. Nobody out. A ground ball to the right side twice in a row or two relatively deep fly balls with Owings running, who's a plus runner, ought to be able to tie the ball game. And so many times you're, you watched last year as they were completely incapable, incapable excuse me, of pulling that off. They couldn't even get the get him over, get him in situation. With Murphy and Dahl, you like their chances to maybe get them over and get them in. And instead, Murphy just goes yonk. The Giants didn't even have the ability to settle into some kind of, oh man, we've had the lead. They didn't have the lead for an out. The Colorado Rockies did not record a single out before retaking the lead after Freeland gave up the home run. That's not just responding. That is putting your foot down. That is saying collectively as a team, we will not let Kyle Freeland be saddled with this loss after what he did out there on the mound today. And how many times last year were starters or or great performance from the offense totally wasted because the bullpen blew it or because the Rockies couldn't figure out a way to get the little hit or the key hit late. And not only did they do that, not only was it immediate with doubles from Hampson and Owings and then the Jack from Daniel Murphy, then they didn't stop. They didn't just go, oh, well, we're back on top 4-3 because look at it, Yancy Almonte, you know, he didn't pitch poorly, but he gives his first run up of the season in the very next half inning. It could have been a 4-4 game if the two-run jack from Daniel Murphy had been all they got, right? And again, in years past, it would have been, you would have been happy with that. Hey, they didn't just tie it up. They actually took the lead back. They still didn't quit. David Dahl beats out an infield single to get himself on base for somebody named, I don't know if you guys have heard of this person. I know it's relatively new, and, and some of you may be new to the game of baseball, but I'm going to look this up real here. Charlie... Blackman, Is that right? Am I pronouncing that correctly? There's an O in it, so I'm not sure exactly how you're supposed to pronounce it. But uh, he's hitting 396 on the season with 19 home runs, which puts him in second place in all of Major League Baseball. So those of you that, again, have downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app and follow the DNVR Bets program, well, you heard us recommend before the season that you take Charlie Blackman to have the most hits of anybody in baseball on the 
I suppose, specious evidence that for the last four years, he has led everybody in baseball with the most number of hits. I mean, look, the guy is a machine. I know I've said it before, but it blows my mind that he had no spring training or summer camp or whatever you want to call it. He showed up five days before the season started after having been diagnosed positively with COVID-19 and dude just comes back and rakes and rakes and rakes. He's getting base hits. He's getting yonkers. Another big two-run jack for him. His second home run of the season was the insurance that the Rockies needed so that Yancy Almonte and Jairo Diaz could close the door shut and get that thing done. But it was a big, big win. I talked about it on yesterday's podcast. It's it's not that this was a huge win that like, oh, the Rockies can feel like they just took three of four from the Dodgers or they can feel like they're playing their absolute best baseball. It was more of a you don't want this to dampen the positive feeling of the good start. If the Rockies were 8-4 and four right now, I'd be sitting here telling you it's a good start. It's still a very good start, and they only need to do X the rest of the way, and all of that's still true. One game this way or, or that, but splitting a four-game set with a team, you need to believe that you're better than and that you are better than. That's important to, to avoid splitting that four-game set with these guys and to have potentially lost it in what would have been a devastating fashion today if for whatever reason uh you know they're, they're not able to get the offense back or, or the the bullpen blows it again if it had been a 2019 game and they just lost it despite being right there in it then you do feel a dampening of that momentum from early in the season and you do feel like i don't know maybe this team uh you know just riding hot or we've talked about before how it hasn't been riding hot and how they've been performing well and how it's all been out of solid process but I think the biggest thing here really was the momentum of it the the continued momentum to feel positive about Kyle Freeland moving forward for the rest of the season the ability to continue to feel positive about beating the teams that you quote unquote should beat and really just sitting there now at 9 and 3 with all the momentum in the world going into Seattle where again you should be able to take that series the Colorado Rockies now have won the first four series of the season that is big big stuff and only one of them this one game against uh, this one against the Giants the series excuse me was one that they really should have won and all three of their losses on the year by one run it's a good baseball team playing good baseball and I think they're going to continue to do it for quite a little while hey if you want to be good at hitting the ball around but you're not so sure about the baseball stuff you're more into the digital golf world well then boy do i have the solution for you you got to get hooked up with wgt golf you can download it totally for free at dnvrgolf.com that means you have absolutely nothing to lose you get it on your computer or on your phone you can play closest to the hole or full stroke play on world famous golf courses including pebble beach beth page black st andrews and more you can challenge us on the dnvr staff here pretty much all of us playing it every week and on the weekend tournaments and you can join now the third country club in our wgt golf community that's how much fun this game has been that's how popular it's been within our community we've had to create three different country clubs you don't want to be left behind so get in on the action at dnvrgolf.com 
gmail.com. So a couple other things about this game and where the team is at before we uh, look ahead to the series against Seattle. I wanted to give a a quick shout out to your boy, Tyler Anderson. Really, too, if if you're one of those people that holds no grudges for former Rockies, this was the perfect win for you because Tyler Anderson got to return to Coors Field, remind you that he was good when he was healthy with the Rockies. There was a reason he got to pitch in the postseason. He was a vital member of that team that got to the postseason in 2018, and he was really good down the stretch for them. He comes out today, and why was he good? Because the Rockies' offense was bad? Well, clearly not. He was good because he was good. That's all it was. Over five innings, Tyler Anderson spread out two hits. He threw that changeup like it was unhittable today, and he managed to keep the Rockies hitters off balance. Look what Colorado did the second Tyler Anderson came out of the game. In less than two innings, they recorded seven hits and six runs. They took the game over the moment that dude left. It wasn't because they were out there having bad at-bats. Tyler Anderson was good. And a big thank you flower basket over to the Giants manager, Gabe Kapler, who I never understand any of the things that he ever does. He took out Tyler Anderson, who had thrown 66 pitches through five innings and only given up two hits to the Rockies, had them completely off balance. And then he goes to Wandy Peralta, Sean Anderson, Rico Garcia, Caleb I, I swear they made this person up. Beringer, they, they, they just, they're giving up three hits, three runs, two hits, two runs. The Colorado Rockies went to town on these guys, and it was great. Like I said, the biggest part of it was that momentum. Kyle Freeland, this guy who's been a linchpin of the team, who had such a rough year a year ago, but was number four in Cy Young voting the year before that. They know how important he is to the team. His first two starts, good, not great. This one was almost great. We were about to put this in the elite category. He was about to be the draft king of the game, the player of the game, the toast of the town. The king of Denver is back, and then he gives up a three-run jack. And everybody is just sad for about five minutes. The Rockies didn't let you sit in that feeling for any longer than that. That was one of the most remarkable responses I've seen out of this team in in quite some time for them to literally not allow the Giants to record a single out. Kyle Freeland didn't have to feel like he was on the hook for having lost the game for longer than because uh, there's no time in baseball. I don't even know what that it's like an infinite amount of not time. Does that make any sense? I don't think it does, but that's exactly what happened out there as the Colorado Rockies take this one. And you do give a tip of your cap to our old friend Tyler Anderson for having a nice game, especially because he had the courtesy to exit the game with plenty of time for the Colorado Rockies to do the damage they needed to do. Um, You got a couple other things here. Another base hit for David Dahl, but he's slowed up just a little bit. Trevor Story continuing to do the things that he does. Uh, It looked for a minute that his sixth inning solo shot at 447 feet to left center field was going to be the game winner. The Rockies could just lock it up at one to nothing. Almost played out that way, but not quite. Uh, He's hitting 295 on the year with the OPS now up over 1,000. And he is second in the league in runs no yes and in home runs both of those things uh we didn't have him for the home runs but again those of you that follow the dnvr bets program and have downloaded the DraftKings sportsbook app you heard patrick lyons tell you about trevor story for runs scored 
and for MVP this year, and he is right in the middle of both of those conversations in the early going. And Charlie Blackman, again, uh, to lead the league in hits. Those all look like pretty great uh, chances for your Colorado Rockies there. Another day where Matt Kemp hits the ball hard twice, only one hit to show for it. Also drew a walk. It just looks like this dude's going to be the hitter he was before last year where he was hurt all year and every other year of his career. No, he's not the MVP all-star he once was, though. Nice sliding catch out there and left. His very first chance, first time he's played defense all year, only two chances. One was very easy, one was not. Uh, he made the one that wasn't, so you've got to be happy about that risk paying off. There were a few things that Bud Black did with the lineup today that were questionable when it came out, but pretty much all of them paid off, whether it was starting Hampson and Owings, who both managed to be a huge part of that seventh inning rally, whether it was putting uh, Drew Butera out there, who hit the ball really hard in one of his at-bats, though didn't have much to show for it, and uh, you were able to pinch hit for him with Daniel Murphy, who had the big home run late. Uh, and and really, that was the only thing was the DHing of Trevor Story, who, again, I am very much in favor of this version of the strategy. You're keeping guys healthy. You're making sure that you can. Uh, now Trevor Story gets to go to Seattle feeling much more rested than he otherwise would have. And guess what? You didn't have to take his bat out of the lineup. And they needed it with that big home run. And also, guess what? having Chris Owings in at shortstop didn't hurt them at all defensively. First of all, because Chris Owings is a very good shortstop. And second of all, because, you know, there's only going to be so many plays in any given game that's going to affect it. And let's also remember, Trevor's had a couple of errors on balls that were hit right at him this year, including one in the game right before this that arguably cost them the ball game. So none of those moves that were Certainly questionable. Having Trevor Story not at shortstop is something that's going to raise some eyebrows, but it turned out to be the perfect move today. You got to rest his legs a little bit, still get his bat in there. Chris Owings was perfectly fine. He contributed as well. And now Trevor Story gets to go to Seattle, and I promise you he's going to be right back in there at shortstop. Uh, another couple of strikeout day for Ryan McMahon. Well, just the one strikeout. I know people are worried about Ryan McMahon. I'm not. He's still hitting the ball hard over 52% of the time he's making contact the strikeouts are going to come down those balls are going to start to drop and as some of these guys who are hot right now start to cool off some of the guys who are cool right now are going to start to heat up that's just the uh, the nature of the game of baseball you've got to leave ryan mcmahon in the middle of this lineup especially when everyone else is producing around him and he's produced throughout the season as well he's got six rbi on the year like i said he's hitting the ball hard yes he's striking out way too much no, I don't believe that Ryan McMahon's going to strike out 40% of the time for the rest of the season. The same way I don't believe that Herman Marquez is going to put up a 128 ERA for the rest of the year. These things will balance out a little bit. I understand some of those concerns, but for now, leave the lineup where it is. They're feeling good. Buddy's getting guys in and out of there so that nobody has to sit on the bench too long, except for poor Josh Fuentes, who just got sent down today. Uh, but that was, you know, that was always going to happen. Two guys were going to have to get cut off the roster. So it, you might as well make it two who haven't even played yet with Josh Fuentes and Ashton Godot. Beyond that, there's nobody in this lineup right now. Think about this. There is nobody in the lineup right now. I hear you, Rhyme Altapia haters out there 
there. There's nobody in the lineup right now that you can legitimately say that guy can't be in there. He just can't be. 17 plate appearances for Tapia where he's not hit well this year is not enough to completely give up on the kid who's a 275 career hitter despite the fact that he's never been a regular starter in Major League Baseball. So let's give him a little bit more time and you can afford to continue to give these guys time when six or seven guys in the lineup are giving you some production here or there. It's going to continue to be a community project for your Colorado Rockies offense. It can't be just the stars, and it wasn't in this one. You know, that, that, that was the big critique in the offseason. Oh, the Rockies only have four hitters. They've only got four star players. Well, tell that to Garrett Hampson and Chris Owings and Daniel Murphy and Matt Kemp and even Tony Walters right now. All of these guys contributing on offense where Nolan Arenado hitting 222, 716. Yeah, he's got three home runs, you know, in the last couple of days, but that's basically it. That's basically all you've gotten from Nolan Arenado offensively. Uh, Chris Owings is hitting substantially better than Nolan Arenado so far for your 9-3 and three Colorado Rockies. That will not continue. The offense is going to be just fine and if you want to bet on that well boy do i have the way for you to do it you got to download that DraftKings sportsbook app you got to use the promo code dnvr because it gets you a boost on a bet of 20 bucks up to 100 on a team of your choosing as i said we've got all kinds of bets we've been giving you throughout the year whether it's game to game you can actually bet at bat to at bat so if you wanted to take that murphy home run that would have been a nice one to come through for for you whether you know it's every time Harmen Marquez goes out and they put his over under on strikeouts at 5.5 take the over I'll buy you a beer for the one game this year Marquez strikes out four guys the rest of the time if they keep putting it there keep taking the over it's free money and one of the great things about the DraftKings Sportsbook app is they've got special odds and uh, promotions all the time you can win money to bet more money you basically get free bets on things so if you want to take a long odds chance on who knows, maybe all three of your Colorado teams to win championships this year. You put down 20 bucks. People say, well, you've just lost 20 bucks. Yeah, unless that all happens out of your free DraftKings money. And now all of a sudden, you've made yourself into a rich person. You never know what can happen out there. Always fun to get a little extra skin in the game. So again, make sure you download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code DNVR. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to 500 bucks uh the deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 want to wrap this one up by looking ahead to the series with the seattle mariners the colorado rockies will hand the ball to antonio senzatella in game one he has been good his first couple of times out was arguably great his last time out much like kyle freeland this afternoon though was one pitch away from really securing that sterling seven inning shutout performance instead ended up giving up the run but still senzatella your fourth rotation starter is 2-0 and with a 245 era on the season looking to continue on all the improvements that we've seen him make with the breaking pitches especially it's going to be interesting to see how those play in an environment he's never pitched before up there in Seattle going to be very very interesting uh, meanwhile the Rockies face off against left-handed pitcher I'm going to do my best here you say Kikuchi I think I, I'm pretty sure um 
I know he got knocked around real good in his first outing of the year. That's why his ERA is sitting up there at 466. But his last time out, he managed to keep a really good Oakland A's lineup scoreless through six innings on just three hits and a walk, and he struck out nine. So he's in a bit of a groove, the lefty there. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit of luck for the Colorado Rockies that they just faced a lefty today in Tyler Anderson. So they might be a little more ready to see the ball out of the hand there against Kikuchi. But another one where they're going to need Sensatella to show up and do his thing. If this guy is really as locked in as it looks like he could be. And with Chi-Chi Gonzalez still slated to pitch in the second game of that set against Nick Marigavicious, who I usually get that name 70% correct. What is it with the Mariners and these guys? That's, that's going to be a tough one again for the Colorado Rockies to take. And so starting the road standoff on a good note with a win in the first game and getting Antonio Senzatella his third really good start of the year could go a long way toward again instilling in the Colorado Rockies that this start is not some kind of fluke. I think they know that it's not, but second-guessing yourself is one of the easiest things to do in baseball, especially when things you know start to not go your way, just like they did out there in the seventh tonight when the Dubon home run went over the wall and you go, oh, man, we're going to lose this one on one bad pitch, really? Well, you go out and you drop a series to the Mariners and you feel like you've lost your momentum maybe a little bit here. The Rockies got to keep it up. They've got to keep their foot on the gas, and I think they will continue to. But if they can figure out how to win one of these first two games, they get to for the final on Sunday afternoon, hand the ball to Herman Marquez against Justice Sheffield for the Mariners, who's sporting a 9.39 ERA on this season. So find a way to win one of those two, and you should take the series. That should mean the Colorado Rockies opening their 2020 season with five consecutive series wins and you know why because it's a good baseball team thank you all for listening into this episode of the dnvr rockies podcast i really appreciate it make sure you're following us on all the social media at dnvr underscore rockies at drew creaseman at patrick d lyons you got to make sure you're subscribed to the dnvr.com so you don't miss out on any of that exclusive written content and so that you can get yourself your hands on this Larry Walker shirt that I am wearing now, just newly in here to the bar. You gotta pick up some of this merchandise, I'm telling you, it's super cool. One of the things I, and you can see this if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel and you're watching us on the live. Remember, we're going live after every single Colorado Rockies game and oftentimes before them. If you're subscribed, you can see the Larry Walker shirt. You know, when I was looking at it on, uh, just on the pictures online, uh, I thought it looked great, but what I can see much more in real life is the way the gold of the, uh, like the plaque makes up the facial hair. It's, it's just, it's so much more pronounced and obvious. And, and as somebody who's a reddish, blondish, bearded fellow myself, making it into a gold for a plaque, it's really a stroke of genius. I, I really think, don't tell D-Line I said that. And make sure that if you do, that you mention that I called him D-Line in this, so. Um, and Henry saying Bud Black redeemed himself from that one mistake in the sixth inning, I think, by using the pinch hitter card on Daniel Murphy in the seventh inning. Best way to recover in a situation like today's game. And, and I'll agree, and I will even say this. You hope that in the future he recognizes, yeah, hand the ball to Yancey Almonte there. You can trust him to come in. It's not that you don't trust Kyle Freeland, but no reason to let that happen. Uh, Free was losing it a little bit. He'd pitched a great game. 
I, I think Buddy's growing in trust of these young relievers, and you know why he doesn't fully trust them right away. Neither do any of you. Don't pretend like you're like, yeah, just go get so-and-so. The game will be fine. Like, that. no one feels that way about even, you know, Jairo Diaz wasn't the most comfortable one right there. The Giants managed to get the potential tying run to the plate. Game-ending double play because his slider is a ridiculous alien pitch that I've never seen anything quite like before. Amazing stuff from the pitching staff. Pitching and defense, who would have thought? Wins a lot of baseball games. All right, thanks everyone for hanging out with us today. Make sure that you remain absolutely awesome out there. I promise you that I will remain absolutely Drew Creaseman in here. And until next time, I will see you at the ballpark.